is your thoughts on like NX? I, I was just curious because like I don't know I was watching NX on the race. Yeah, I don't know because you hadn't. I mean, I don't know if you're like in running like up to date with for the past like since you're in Peru. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you watched NX on the girls. The girls race especially was just crazy. Um, Josh Manther won the boys. He's an NXN champion. No, he's not. He's a full champion. My bad. My bad. He's a runner up, but that's still crazy good. It's crazy good. But um, yeah. um the NXN girls race was crazy because like three people came in one second yeah, to finish. Definitely. It was it was a great race. I don't know. Have you watched it or not? Yeah, I did watch it actually. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I just feel like Caitlin too is probably just you know off day, which off is day, that's which it. is just. You know, she's had three years of in just nothing short of dominance. Beast and mode. Yeah, that's all you can say. All you can say, basically. And, you know, everyone has an off day, right? Everyone, like, everyone and, But the fact day. that she was able to, you know, survive through those low moments I'm sure she had during that race and still come out with the dub was just awesome. very yeah, impressive. Very, yeah. yeah. And, like, um, Josh Manther. He got second place at NXN. He won Foot Locker and he set the new course record on Detweiler. Uh, part. It's a big season. Were you there? What? I, I think was you there. Were right? yeah. You were recording on it. But it was just, that's awesome. So she, shout out to him. She, I think it's like so cool how like um, we are part of like one of the greatest high school running states. Yeah. Because we are. I think we're like number what, three on the list. I don't remember. We're top 10 on the list. Dry school cross country in the nation. That's pretty good. And for, for like runners like Caitlin Hart, Josh Mather, for me, like you or like anyone listening to this, most of you guys are runners and face them like pretty much almost every weekend. That's pretty like, cool. It's just, yeah, it's definitely cool that you're lining up against these, these people's national. That, yeah, they can seem like untouchables, but. That's what I kind of, um, a moment that I had was I went and watched the race in um, Terre Haute, the college race, uh, I forget what it's called, John McNichols Invite. Yeah, where it was like NAU, Stanford, kind of squaring down. And I don't know, I've always had this like image and dream of like NAU and like they're just like these incredible works of art of humans basically they can do anything they win always and then like i was just there and i saw them and they're just a bunch of like scrubby lanky kids just like all of us you know they just their work builds up and up and up over the years and they get yeah, fast and know? just a mindset basically of it's crazy yeah some mindset versus like a lot of a lot of times i mean especially with social media and things like that is you can be like I just smashed this workout. I want to post it on my Strava and I want to make a YouTube video on it and I'd be like, like this workout went so well. I just, you know, I just had a five mile tempo and I just, just dominated that. But then if you don't put it back to back to back to back to back and just put quality on top of quality on top of quality, like you're not doing any good. You're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Cause one good workout, like, who cares? Doesn't mean who cares? cares? No one cares what that you ran a good five mile tempo in January. Doesn't mean anything really. I mean, like I like Strava. I have Strava. I like everyone knows that because like I love it. I don't know. It's just fun and kind of. I think it's super interesting. I think it's one thing. Running is one thing that 
It brings it becomes, people together. It does. And it's also such a large part of people's lives that each time you go for a run, it's literally like a little microcosm of your day. So basically, like you post on Strava, you say like three sentences about your run, and people are like, "Oh, I remember that kid. Like, what, wonder what he's doing, right? Like, what is what is my Will O'Brien or Rory or Steven or some of my old teammates? Like, what are they doing? Like, what kind of workouts are they doing at Duke or Illinois or Yale or stuff like that? It, it, you couldn't have sounded better because like it's so cool. Like, I look forward to looking at it and like scrolling and like seeing, oh, like they're doing good and they're doing good and they're healthy, you know. Um, things like that like I think that's important like about Strava but one thing I don't like like that I get upset about is that like yeah like I have a good workout and like like you said like oh I want to like talk about it and things like that but like if I can't perform on the day then it doesn't mean anything it's gonna look bad on my part it is not until I perform good kind of and I don't even think then I would say anything you know not even then because there's people who perform good and bad what what you'll learn with time is the result really doesn't matter that much it's about who you become in order to try to to achieve that result basically Mm -hmm. so you gotta just kind of forget about it like it it at the end of the day like it doesn't matter if you run a 450 mile or a 510 mile right like it doesn't really matter you're not going to remember that that's not you're going to be like remember when me and my teammate just had that awesome workout and we finished together and we just like had this amazing hug and we're like dude this was fun right yeah or like when you're just grinding together or you're like remember when we were in that middle of that race and you just you're like let's go like that's the stuff you're gonna remember you're not gonna be like oh wait what was our time during that race like 1550 or 1540 like yeah you're yeah. right yeah. It, it, but again also it's not like you results don't matter of course results matter of course you're trying to be the best but you're not you can't look at it like that because anything less of the result then you kind of see yourself as a failure mm-hmm. versus you're just stacking on top of each other, right? Boom, 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 boom. And, you know, I truly believe if you don't have a race or season, like, you won't ever appreciate the good ones, right? And, like, I mean, you had a season, right? You had a season you didn't or weren't expecting to have, right? No. And, you know, that's fine because now you, like, had to force all this time off and this time where you just, like – who am I? What am I doing with myself? Is this right for me? Like, do I want to run? I'm sure you've at one point had that thought and stuff like that. Cause I definitely do. And I think everyone does. And then coming to the realization where you're like, I want to run because it makes me fulfilled and it makes me happy. And I like my community and stuff like that. And it's not because I want to run to, you know, Simp solely for just result. myself. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That's not at all. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too the other day. Like, why do I want them? And it's not like I don't want to run. It's like, why? You know what I mean? Because like, I love it and I love what I'm doing. I just don't know why. And like, I'm so excited for college and like so excited for what's to come. Things like that. And like, I just so look forward to running like in my day, like, every day. So like, I'm like, why do I like it? And like, I was just thinking about it, and I'm still, still actually just finding why. But I feel like it's more so because, like, I'm I'm kind of new to it, and I'm kind of not. Like, I'm in that stage where, like, I'm like, all right, I'm two and a half years into running. Like, I'm not really new, but I kind of am because, you know. But, 
like five, ten, I mean, five, how many years ago is it? Like six years ago now? Like, I was not in a good place. So, like, I think one day that, like, I get to tell my story and how I got here, I feel like I'll inspire people in a yeah, way. I hope sure. to do that. Hope to do, like, yeah, yeah, inspire people. So, like, just, like, I think that's why I'm meant to run, to show mm-hmm. people, like, it doesn't matter where you came from, basically. I've definitely felt that, yeah. yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I, I was, like, the biggest, tallest, fattest kid at school in, like, fourth grade. I was, like, 130 pounds, right? Oh. So I was just a big boy. <laughs> and then, basically, there's this kid, Bennett Richter, and he's like, dude, what if we ran a half marathon and this kid, you know, had never ran before. So he's oh like, God. like, he's just like kind of wanted to do it as like the show of like, I can run a half marathon. Right. That's and good. I was like, okay. So <sighs> then I just started running laps with him every day at recess. And then eventually he stopped, but I kept going. Oh. So I have that one track mind. Yeah. And then every single day I would just run laps and then they would blow the whistle to come in and I'd sprint the last one to finish it. And then I would be done. And then that's what I would do every single day. And then I lost 30 pounds. And then in fifth grade, I broke the school of my record. Wow. And then that's, that's awesome. kind of my, my start. In one year. Yeah, Jeez. one year. That's crazy. I mean, that's, that's crazy awesome. things you can do in a year, right? Yeah. 2020 start of a new one. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Just, it sounds like so futuristic, 2020. Yeah. I have a good feeling about 2020. I don't know why. I think we all do. I think we all do. 2020 it sounds awesome like 2020 <laughs> like there's no year other than like we were in the roaring 20s again so there has to be it's something the to it. you know and end the great depression <laughs> no don't say that don't say that no, that'd be so funny if like 10 years from now like we're in the great depression number two and then you like look back at this podcast and i'm like I told you <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're recording it i don't know where from Hopefully we're not, though. No, uh, history will not repeat itself. Yes, it always does. <laughs> what are you talking about? History repeats itself, like, all the time. Well... We get in the same wars for the same reasons. You have a point. There's <laughs> just a bunch of men with too much power and money and full of themselves and can't take the high road, and they just, like, clash and then yeah. start a war, basically. That's a problem that we clash. We need to get along in this world. <laughs> Kumbaya. Kumbaya. <laughs> I like to hear about Bradley. Oh, yeah, I'm committed. Thank God. Um, thank God. Thank God. Oh, yeah, thank Long God. Process. It's, it's been a no, actually, it was a really fast process, but at the same time, it was a painful process. <laughs> it was just a weird process. It's not painful, it was just like weird. So, like, uh, I don't know, like starting in like a year ago now, the Bradley coach, and I was talking to a lot of coaches, like, other than, than Bradley. Um, like they reached out to me but like i was like radley uh, you know i wasn't really thinking going there at all you know but then he reached out and he kept consistently like reaching out and checking up on me i was like kind of appreciated that you know not many coaches do that i mean there's two other coaches who are doing that like regularly monthly just checking up on me like asking how i'm doing asking how training's going and as we uh approach until like June, early June, he wanted to to meet me, the Bradley coach, and he came like two and a half hours down and met me and personally talked oh, to really? me. Really? Yeah. So Jeez, like, that's, man, a, that's crazy. That says a lot. Yeah. So I was like and uh 
and he came down and, and basically we talked all about a lot of things and and I was like I mean it seems great Bradley seems great because they have the top 10 dietetics program in in the Midwest so I was like that's really good and I mean not only for running is like he's developing a really good program little by little he's been developing really good like the men's main nationals last year last cross country season in 2018 and the woman almost made nationals in 2018 it's like we're getting there and we have a young team coming in and like there's a lot of things like coming together and like i now i see myself there like before in june i was like kind of do but i kind of don't and i was really looking for like a big school like, with the football team like, you know it's classic yeah. like big 10 like sec school but like is that what god really wants me in? You know, I was like, ask, I was like praying and praying like every day. I was like, what do you want me to do? What school do you want me to go to? And I was like, he really doesn't want me to go to. He really wants me to go to Bradley because like, you know, everything just came together at once. And in August when I took the visit, I was like, before I even took the visit, I like told the coach, okay, I want to go here. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm not meant to go to any other school because like any other school didn't really have what I wanted. Didn't work out with any other school. I visited a lot of schools, so I don't know. Everything just worked out great. I met the girls on the team, the boys on the team, the other coaches. Everything was just great. So, like, I was like, yeah, I'm excited about this. So I committed and verbally committed that day when I came back from my visit. And then I signed, like, December 6th um, from school at Argo. And it was a pretty cool experience. Just grateful. Because before, I was like, what would look cool where I would, like, what would look cool where I would want to go? But I was like, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's my mm -hmm. future. And, you know, like, it's the life that I want to live and where God wants me to go. So I was like, it's, it shouldn't matter what other people think. So, I mean, yeah, it's my whole experience. Long, long rant, but sorry. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. So how did you pick Southern Oregon? Oh, gosh. Um, I went on some like unofficials to some Colorado schools and up like the Pacific Northwest, basically. So those were kind of where I was looking at. And I wasn't sure if I was going to go to college initially. So actually I ended up applying, I think right around when I graduated mm -hmm. to Southern because they had a late, a late uh, decision date. So I applied to them and got in. And then that was the first time, like in middle of June is when I contacted the coach saying I want to run wow. right before the cross-country season. Yeah. What, in the middle of June? Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's when I first contacted them. So I just felt like I was – like the whole time I was – I didn't want to contact the coaches because I thought they wouldn't care because I was, I've, I was hurt a lot throughout high school and I have like had a bunch of injuries and stuff like that. So like I was still had PRs coming from like freshman year of high school. Right. And um, by senior year track is like the first time I started to like PR again. And it finally felt good because I had just been hurt for, three three and a half years right yeah and then after that like I was finally able to like build upon something a little bit because mm -hmm. in the last you know outdoor of senior track I was like healthy the whole time and just kind of built through 
ended up running like, I think like 9.46. Still decent from where I was coming from. And then that summer, I just went to work and I was able to really crack down and end up running like 25, 26 or something like that. And then it was like 74th at NAI Nationals and 5th for our team. So Wow. So That's awesome. I was able to build, yeah. And then, I don't know, I, I really do believe I have a lot of, like, talent that I can bring out of me at some potential. point. Yeah, potential, essentially. I just, I haven't been able to put season on top of season on top of season, like, almost ever in my life. So, I think, but I think most importantly, it's finding that mental, like, you want to be there every single day is the most important thing to to find out and then once you get that like i'm unstoppable after you (laughs) have like the mental game in the right space yeah so i'm hoping to find that and if i do then you know watch out basically i guess watch out yeah i mean just keep keep going at it keep going sometimes you get knocked down get back up yeah that's like through YouTube too, like everything's kind of symbolizes each other. That requires a lot of work, and you know, sometimes I'll like put out a video, like the one of me coming home from Peru. I was like, so much time into that, and I was like, and that's a good video. I was super proud of it, and it just you know, just didn't take right. Yeah. And just you know, who knows why, right? Mm-hmm. And it literally could depend. Like if I posted it four hours later, it could have done something completely different. Just somehow, like like instant that technology and social media and the YouTube platform is, is yeah. where like if something clicks and goes and like gets the right path and somebody eventually like it could just blow up. Right. Yeah. Like that's how like a video can one video get, could get you like 10 million views or something like that, which is just insane. Just one, yeah. Like right? it's crazy. I see these videos like they have like so many views and like they don't have, as many subscribers as the person yeah but they're gaining a lot more just off of one video yeah like there's these people that like making videos and they're like kind of slowly going up and they might have like 2,000 subscribers and they just make one that just pops and then all of a sudden their life is infinitely different yeah if you get a video that like hits over a million views you can go from you know 2,000 subscribers to like 50,000 subscribers and at that point you're like I can sustain myself i'm getting paid at this point right yeah like i have an income like i don't even have to have a job anymore right how, long, how much do you think they get paid though oh, fifty thousand. Oh, oh. Oh, it's okay That's, <laughs> how much do you think um it's all a little different and relative but mm. most you're getting about two dollars and fifty cents to like three dollars per thousand views essentially through ad revenue which is just ads and not sponsors or anything like that oh so i mean if you get a video that gets a million views all of a sudden you're looking at like three dollars times a thousand because there's a thousand thousands in a million and then you have three thousand dollars from one video wow that's right? actually a lot. That's actually a lot. And then that's one video. And then when you get these people that are posting videos almost daily and they're all getting five million. Zach Levitt. Jeez. Right? Probably special. Well, I mean, he's an NCAA athlete. And, but once the new rule comes yeah. in, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not going to. He'll be out of school. Though. I'm not going to risk any of that. 
I'm not gonna risk any of that, but yeah, he'll be out of school. But like, I mean, you should just keep doing it because you know, eventually the world changes, and yeah, and eventually you will be also be out of college. School, yeah. And if you can have built that platform for the next four or five years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wow! Like, <laughs> yeah, can you imagine right. how much of more of a direction you would have after leaving school when you have a following like that, and they can kind of support you through it. And that's true. Like, you can be like, oh, I'm gonna go. I want to go run. I want to try to run professionally. And they're like, okay, go do it and make some videos and we'll literally pay Dude, for it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome about YouTube. About everything, technology. I think it's cool. Yeah. You get paid to do what you want to be doing. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Like a Ryan Tran and Zach Lovett. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So, um, other than that, do you have like any other like advice to like, advice for younger younger people, people in general younger runners or younger listeners people listeners, in general people people in general <laughs> people oh in general. here we go um i would say one of the keys is walk around life like you own it right you can make you you make your world. You don't want the world to make you, mm. essentially. So just walking around with utmost confidence in what you're doing, and people will automatically respect you no matter your background. If you walk in there like you own the place, in a respectfully way also, but people are like, oh, okay, she's got something to say, right? Mm. But when you come in timidly or something like that, that's when you get a lot of oh, I don't know, should I do this like this? And you're like, indifference is just kind of like the opposite of fulfillment, I think. Yeah. So just do something, commit to it, go for it, be confident in who you are in your decision. Don't, who cares what anyone else says. Awesome. Well, you have a point. Confidence is key. Oh, but like, <laughs> enjoy it, man. Yeah. It's beautiful. It. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the fact that it does terminate eventually is beautiful in itself. Like I don't fear death as nearly as much as I used to. Like I'm going to die. Right. Like, who, yeah. <laughs> like if you let it get in the way, like you're not living. That's true. Your everyday life. Yeah. You're right about that. And uh, one last piece of advice I have is to subscribe to his YouTube channel. Kaylin Yeager on yeah. YouTube. Check out Kaylin, Kaylin Yeager, Yeager on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. Yeah, is that your handle? Yeah. Okay, there you go. I'll link it in the show notes. And his YouTube channel as well. And your Strava, if you want. You can check out my Strava. Check out your Strava. It's Kaylin Yeager. Check out my Strava. Check out her Strava. Check out my Instagram. Athlete Special, please come on the podcast. And that too. Josh Mathai, please come on the podcast. Well, shout out those two guys. Um, And check out his YouTube channel, The Athlete Special. And- well, thanks, Kaylin, for being on the podcast. I yeah. appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys soon.